Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, it feels good. It feels good to be back on the program, back on the show. Good morning. What's going on? Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. A couple days off last week. Filling in for Jim Rome yesterday, but here's the good news. Thomas DeCelestino, pretty daddy. Tommy is back from Chicago with his rental car and his unique approach to travel. And he is going to give us a Chicago report in about 20 minutes. And I, for one, could not be more thrilled. Sometimes the world surprises you, right? Tom leaves the 20-mile radius around his home, for example. That's one. Bill Belichick, let me give you another one, announces he's a Swifty. He said the name of the song wrong. It's not you gotta calm down. It's you need to calm down, but that's okay. It's a great, great song. James Harden, well, this doesn't really surprise you, looks out for himself. Brian McFadden jumps onto the show last minute, does us a favor. One of our, one of our friends, one of our guests had to, had to travel last minute. Lots of stuff going on. Michigan decides to try and throw up some sort of number of games on the altar of the NCAA's arrogance, Temple of Arrogance. Don't think it's going to work. We'll get into all that stuff. I do want to say hi to Tom, though, because world traveler extraordinaire. We should get him a, they call them live reads. We should get him like a a sponsored car rental. You know, got to get your groceries, rent a car. Don't use your car. Rent a car. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Happy Tuesday to you. It's so good. We are back together. I'm excited for today. Missed you, buddy. I I don't want you to give away everything, but are you ready for your Chicago report in about 10 or 15 minutes? I've never been more ready to talk to you about something on the radio than I am for my Chicago report in, like you said, about 15, 20 minutes. It is ex- it is just exciting. At D-Cell, CBS, Sports Rider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R, 855-212-4CBS. Man, running backs just keep on losing. They keep on losing. You can't change the way the world works. You can't complain, trust me, your way to things being different than you would hope they are. You can't jump on some running back text string 
What did they think that threat was going to do? Metastasize into a superhero there to defend running backs the world over? Running backs aren't valued in the National Football League. The National Football League is owned by very wealthy people who like their money and very ambitious people who want to spend the money that they have effectively. And they do not think the running back position is worth the investment relative to other positions. Which is why, and this came out, yes, a couple days ago, but it fits the theme, Josh Jacobs, talented guy, a Raider expected to report week one. You know what that is? That's acquiescence. That's I held out as long as I can. That's I'd like to get paid. That's I guess the superhero that I thought was going to come out of this text string. We're all like, this isn't fair. And I'm not, look, I'm not making fun of these guys. It sucks. We've all got jobs and situations we don't love. I don't know why Tom's looking at me with that weird look on, it, on his face. And the, the, the latest comes from with Jonathan Taylor. Talented running back. Most important part of a Colts offense that, you know, would have him be the most important even if he wasn't massively talented because it's not a very high-powered offense, but he is. Unhappy with his situation. On the pup list still with that ankle injury, all kinds of drama with Jim Irsay, who owns the team, who has run it about as ineffectively as one can publicly. Good for him if that's the goal. I don't know if he's just doing it to troll all of us. And the news that comes out is just another surrender of a different kind by running backs. This ain't new. It just reinforces the fact that if that's the position you play, you are in deep, deep trouble as it relates to getting what you want. Here's the news. The Colts have allowed, have given Jonathan Taylor permission to seek a trade. This isn't a win for Jonathan Taylor. This isn't good news. It's actually, I think, a fairly sophisticated move on the chessboard by the Colts to the level that I don't think this is Ursay. He's probably somewhere at home like, what is? why are we doing this? Here's why. Because a few things happen at once. First, if you're... Jonathan Taylor, and you believe there's the opportunity for you to be traded, because you get to now go out and seek trades, I would imagine that it will behoove you, even if it's a small percentage that gets him back, to get back onto the field. And I'm not in any way saying that he's faking it. I'm not in any way the Colts intimating or leaking that he would be okay. I'm simply pointing out that if you're Jonathan Taylor and you think you have an exit strategy, you have an exit opportunity... You need to tell teams and probably show teams that aren't the Colts, teams that you are going to and saying, please trade for me, that you're going to be able to play. The sooner that you are back and healthy, the easier it is to pull off the trade that you are seeking. Not a bad move by the Colts. It also, I think, is pretty good PR by Indy. Because they can say to their fans, they can say to the media, they can just say in general, well, we love Jonathan. He's under contract. It is his final fourth year, second round pick, so kind of a different arrangement than we talk about sometimes. And we have every right to keep him and have him play under contract this year. And frankly, we can franchise him for the next few seasons. So we, you know, but we also offered him the opportunity to to go out there and look for a trade. Because what you can do when Jonathan Taylor looks for a trade is you can turn it down if the return is not enough. And you are going to be much more capable as anybody, including an NFL team based in Indianapolis, at driving up a price if you're not actually the person who's out there doing the negotiating. It's why people have agents. It's why when Tom's really mad at me, he has Mrs. Diesel call me and just be like, you need to back off Tommy. Tom doesn't like that joke at all because I'm not supposed to talk about it. 
She's very nice about it. Tommy needs his own segment. We've got what to sell. Because Jonathan Taylor can go whip up whatever return he thinks is possible, but since the Colts aren't a part of those conversations, you would imagine, it puts them in a position of some some leverage with whatever team comes in to say to them, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm glad that, that Jonathan and his agent came up with this, but we need more. The return is interesting. If you presume, and I don't think it's a lock, that the Colts are actually going to trade Jonathan Taylor if he comes up with, with the right offer. This is just another option for the Colts. If Indianapolis is willing to franchise Jonathan Taylor down the line, which, which they are, if they are willing to just stare at him and say, we're not going to pay you what you think you're worth because running backs aren't valuable, even though you technically are, which they clearly are. If they have an owner in Jim Irsay who is willing to be unfortunately public with his perceptions on the running back position and his star running back, which they clearly are, they're going to be willing to say no to a team if they don't get the price they want. This is win-win, I think, for the Colts. Now, I guess Christian McCaffrey is probably the best comp that's out there trade last year to the Niners was a second, third, and fourth round pick, and then a fifth round pick in the draft that is coming up next summer, 2024. So, this is easy to memorize, right? Two, three, four, five. That isn't a first round pick, which is what the, the Colts reportedly want, which again, message to Jonathan Taylor and other teams, we're not going to give you away. This isn't a win for this running back. And I think there's a, there's, a, there's a final potential strategic reality behind this. Because, and I think it is worth saying, the Colts are not on an island here as it relates to how they treat, value, want to pay, and plan to deal with their running backs. And in this case, a star running back. Jonathan Taylor, one of the, one of the best running backs in, in football. Not that that matters. It's not like Dalvin Cook had a lot of suitors, now a Jet. It's not like Josh Jacobs isn't a guy that we just talked about is going to return reportedly. Vinny Bonsignore, who's actually a friend of the show, we've had him on, uh, to the Raiders with, with absolutely nothing to show for it other than I guess he didn't have to go to camp. The Colts are not alone in viewing running backs this way. And there is not a second NFL that's out there. Right? This isn't international soccer where you can just be like, oh, I guess I'll, I'll sell him to Saudi Arabia or send him to the Premier League. Most, if not all, of the other teams in football are going to view Jonathan Taylor in a very similar prism to the Colts. Talented, valuable, not someone they want to pay long term. Now, people can get in their feelings, and we all can. When you feel disrespected by a place, when you feel betrayed by a place, and maybe he has been disrespected by the Colts, maybe Jonathan Taylor has been betrayed, maybe he hasn't been, but if you feel that way, you might be willing to go somewhere else for what is more or less the same situation and the same deal. It is very unlikely that Jonathan Taylor is going to go to the Colts any point soon with the trade request he was able to allow to ferret out, and that therefore I'm going to sit here on CBS Sports Radio coast to coast and tell you that there's a team that wants Jonathan Taylor and they're going to give him a multi-year deal and they're going to pay him a ridiculous king's ransom of cash. They're just not. See the Saquon Barkley deal. See some of these deals where guys kind of get, I guess, and maybe they get in the margins a little something. And, and here I think is where there's some overlap, perhaps, between what Jonathan Taylor will settle for. Because he'll settle. Because running backs lose. That's just the reality. And what the Colts might, might accept. There, there might be a team out there that's willing to give Jonathan Taylor a short deal. It ain't going to be a long-term deal. 
pay him a little bit more than he'd otherwise get. And the number you probably got to look at is in the $10 million range if you're talking franchise tag next year. So, so maybe a two-year, you know, $18, $19, million, $20 million deal I think would be pretty, a pretty good score for Jonathan Taylor is probably the ceiling here. But the Colts are not going to be a contender. They're not going to be a very good football team. They very well may be the worst team in the NFL this year. There's a few teams that will compete for that, but they'll be in the mix. And that means not only in this market, and the Jets are obviously a team that is competitive, and the Giants want to be a team that's competitive, and the Vikings want to be a team that's competitive. And it's not like, again, they're breaking the bank on running backs. The Colts aren't even that. And so the idea that they would give Jonathan Taylor a long-term deal when they don't have to, and let's say the next... I'm being conservatively kind to Indianapolis. Two years aren't going to end in playoff football probably. Certainly this year won't. Means maybe you find a team that is a playoff team. Maybe an AFC team that would like a difference maker. Maybe there's somebody out there. And there also could be injuries the first you know few weeks before the, the window closes down of opportunity. So maybe there's something to get done. But even if Jonathan Taylor comes with some kind of trade offer that the Colts are willing to accept, it's still going to be a loss for running backs in general, even if Jonathan Taylor ends up taking it because he's mad as hell and doesn't want to be a Colt anymore. Because running backs lose. They just lose. This is not going to be the Jonathan Taylor story, some celebratory moment that the running back NFL, we're angry, texturing, is going to start sending happy emojis over. They're just, they're just not. It is not going to go that way. That's not the way it's going to be. Running backs aren't valued. I'm sure back in the day, there were massively impressive typewriter repairmen. People who were wizards with a typewriter get stuck. Most of you have probably never used a typewriter. And you push the T and it won't come up and you're trying to write Tom a letter. But I keep saying, um, hey, um. And this typewriter guy was a wizard at fixing it. I'm not taking away from the skill. It just wasn't valuable. and became less and less valuable. And that's where we are with running backs. 855-212-4CBS. Going to be back on the air. Going to be hanging out. It's going to be live with you. You know, just to read what's going on out there in sports and hang out. I'm excited about Tom's Chicago report. Sources tell me he may have rented two rental cars just to have options when he was going out in the city to color coordinate with his outfits. I don't know. We're going to hear from Tommy on his trip to his first ever trip to one of the best cities in America. And we will get into you know a little insight into Bill Belichick's artistic inspiration. Why Taylor Swift is his muse next here on CBS Sports Radio. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values, it's, it's like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. You know, we've all been through some pretty unpredictable times over the last few years, and it's not a sign of weakness at all to just ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer, R-E-I-T-E-R, my last name, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash writer. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Wait, did you take Dan out of the song? I went with the clean version, man. What are you doing? Clean version, radio friendly. Tom, this isn't Nickelodeon. (laughs) We're not on Nickelodeon radio. You need to calm down. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it was coming. Sticks and stones and that word never broke bones. Come on, bro. You do have some moves, though. I like your dance moves. What are you doing there? This is, like, what do you want me to do? I went I went to YouTube. Oh, my Taylor gosh. Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. Clean version. Aren't you a Swifty? Don't you understand the magic I think you need to calm down. Yeah. Yeah. I guess sometimes you just have to... Under, you, you, if you're not one of us, you don't get it. It's an exclusive club. To be fair, I didn't know how to spell Swifty when I sent the tweet out. Was it with a Y or an IE? So I guess I don't qualify either. Um, Bill Belichick's under some pressure this year. I think we could agree on that. I don't think Bill Belichick's getting fired this year, but I do think if they have a bad season, we open next season with the most interesting question, maybe in the NFL, being Bill Belichick's future, which that's a long ways away for a hot seat, but not that far for a guy that not that long ago, I think most of us thought had a lifetime appointment as the head coach of the New England Patriots. That's what it felt like. And they have been quietly, impressively mediocre the last few years. It's not that they have been terrible but they have not, as you know, had, had Tom Brady. And so what better way to work through your stress, to have some work-life balance if you're Bill Belichick, right? you got to manage up with Bobby Cakes over there, you know, the owner of the uh, – well, we got an effort to get to get Robert Kraft on so I can call him Bobby Cakes on the air. You know, Bobby Cakes is the boss, and he feels like he's a little frustrated. And our, our good friends at, at WEEI in, in, in Boston had a wonderful exchange with Bill Belichick that really offered some, some insight – into how the Patriots head coach just has some balance in his life. So are you officially, you consider yourself to officially be a Swifty now? Officially? I don't know about that, but I don't know what I mean, officially seems like, is. Seems like, <laughs> seems like Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah. 
What does that mean? Like you have a, a, a sweatshirt or something? <laughs> you can have a few. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can Good sing merch. Some, I think you can sing some of the lyrics. You know, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, they were yeah. selling they were selling rainwater the, the the for seventy bucks a jar or something mm-hmm. like that. So. Yeah. Well, look, I'm definitely on the. You got to calm down. <laughs> Okay, he's a Swifty. That's, that's pretty good. Like, that's pretty you got to calm down. That's, One of our best. That's, um, uh, there's a lot of times when that's very appropriate. Yes. Just got to calm down. He is awkwardly hilarious, right? Is that is that where we think we've we've gotten with Belichick? That was painful, man. Like, that was cringeworthy, listening to him try and spit that out. But he, he – do you know the song you just played? That you had to, that you, you obviously don't, right? Because you, you wouldn't take the word out. Uh, I've heard it once before, yes. One time in your life? Yes, this was not brand new to me. Have you ever watched football? I've watched once in my life. Probably. This is a great, <laughs> this is a great song. I've heard it's it a, before. It's directed at online trolls being jerk faces. I cannot believe you took that word out of that song. I'm sitting here all along because I'm in a great mood. I'm like, hanging out with Tom, you know? You had to expect it. You had to. Just li- Oh, buddy, buddy. There's a clean version out there. I didn't do it. I didn't make it. Well, yeah, because there are some real swear words in some of her music. but I not- know, and I had to play it safe. Or you could listen. I did listen as I was recording it in. It's an excellent song. Uh, we had a hurricane. Well, we didn't have a hurricane here, but since I last saw you, there was a hurricane. But So I don't live in Florida, but... but- CBS Sports HQ, which is my other job and one of our bases of operation in our studios, we basically are split between New York and Florida, and Florida takes days, right, daytime, and then and then the Stanford area takes nights and weekends. So, Tom, when when the hurricanes roll into Florida, I have to monitor it. I'm aware of it because sometimes it'll, if it if it actually hits, it can shut down. It affects my work. Okay, and I'm rooting for all my friends there. Got it. Hurricanes usually miss, but sometimes they hit, and people get lulled into complacency, and then bad things can happen. My parents live on the west side of Florida, and they got hit a year ago by a pretty serious hurricane. So when this thing was coming in, we, we took it pretty seriously. We got we were allotted five sandbags, so I got five little sandbags at the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we did all this stuff. We took everything inside. You know, we bought a bunch of, a bunch of flashlights. We couldn't find our flashlights. Didn't hit. In any real way for us, a lot of rain. But it's kind of crazy just because in L.A. we feel, and there was an earthquake in the middle of the tropical storm. That we're used to. We're used to the earthquakes. What's going on, man? We're not supposed to be having hurricanes or, or almost hurricanes in, in Los Angeles. Dare I say alternate universe? Like, there's no Ooh. explanation other than that. Like, what is going I, on? What's happening? I don't know. I was thinking of you because while I was dealing with what became just a lot of rain, fine, you were in Chicago. And, and you, so let me just set the stage before we get into your report. Tom is not a world traveler. Is that a fair, you're not a world traveler. Uh, that is accurate. I think, I think I've been to double digit states, but okay. it's close. When is the last time you traveled as far away from your home as you did over the weekend with your wife and child, your two-year-old, to Chicago? When's the last time you went this far from home? Uh, Pre-pandemic, pre-COVID-19. So three, four years ago. Yes, and it's probably even more so than that because we got married in 2019. So you're probably looking at like 2018. 
Right, do you want a big? So, so Tom went to Chicago for a wedding, but went early and did a bunch of stuff and was excited and took his kids and it was all happening. It was pretty magical. Uh, do you want me to give you a big? Do you want me to give you like a big? I'm going to give you like a big sort of like to do here. You ready for the to do? Well, give it to me. Let's do it. It's time for the writer than you, Tom DeCelestino, Pretty Daddy Chicago Report. Oh yeah, a little music. All right, Bill. Let's get into this. First off, right off the bat. You've been holding out on me. Why have you not told me about the city of Chicago sooner? What a beautiful city. Beautiful city. We had immaculate weather. Could not have been nicer. There's so much to do in this city. Listen, it was four days, three nights. I went to Wrigley Field like you suggested. We brought the little dude. We stayed for about three or four innings. Can I tell you one thing that you suggested I do not do? Talk to me. I drove to Wrigley Field. We oh rented my God. the car. We Tom. went through with it. I told my wife. I you sat, drove to Wrigley Field? I sat my wife down. I said, look, Bill said, and we had a lot of listener feedback here, we should not rent a car in Chicago. Like, maybe we should rethink this. What do you want to do? No. Would not change her mind. She was very stubborn about it. We wanted to rent the car, so we rented the car. I drove to Wrigley. Now, with traffic, it took about 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, to go like five miles. Got yeah, it. Took about forty minutes, and we got we got to Wrigley uh, like right as the game was starting. The idea was to like go to the you know go to the ticket window and purchase the cheapest tickets. Having the game already been started, we thought maybe we'd get an even bigger discount on tickets. You get a scalp to do that. Problem with doing that is all the parking lots are full by the time the game starts. So I circled around Wrigley twice. And I stumbled upon this nice-looking gentleman who was holding a handmade sign that said park. He had drawn it himself. He had colored in the letters himself. And I thought, I don't have any other options. I'm just going to go for it. I followed this nice-looking gentleman down an alley, and I didn't know what was going to happen. He seemed friendly. He gave me the price. It seemed fair. It was, was 40 it, 50, bucks. 50, 40 bucks. 40 bucks. I didn't know how much cheaper I was going to find anyway for a regular cash, parking right? lot. Oh, cash, yeah. Cash. Cash money. Uh, he then opened his personal garage for us. Oh, my God, Tom. Gave us the code. Uh, I then had my wife get my son out of the car before we went into said garage. Gave you the code. Gave me the code. It was the... Um, It was the last time the Cubs had won the World Series, which I knew. He didn't have to tell me. 2016. And uh, that was that transaction. He asked me to close it when we were done and that I would have to open it up myself when we wanted to leave. I I honestly, when we were were talking last week about the fact you were going to rent a car in Chicago, never imagined in my wildest dreams that you would drive the car to Wrigley Field. So it's too bad because there is the elevated train, the L, which is really, which is neat. It pulls into that stop at Wrigley, and depending where you are on, on the train, you you're just you know you're in Chicago, and then all of a sudden it opens, and you can see Wrigley, and it is, it is it is so it's like the car the the clouds parting, and God reaches down and like shines a light on some beautiful valley. It's a, you miss that experience. That part of it I missed, but I met a very nice gentleman who did not tell me his name. I did not ask, but the car was there when we got back. I wasn't sure what kind of condition it would be in. Well, yeah. Everything was, was good. Good to go. What did you make of Chicago in general? What a beautiful city. It's did you eat clean. Pizza? Yes, I had deep dish the very first night we got there. Did about, you go to Geno's? 
I can't remember the name of the place we went. You just to. go to some random place. We walked about two blocks with the oh, little dude, and we went okay. to the first spot that we saw. Got it was it. delicious. I think deep dish is better than New York style pizza. If I That's do say so take. myself. Wow, I don't think so. Really? Um, I couldn't believe how clean and friendly everybody was. Everybody was friendly. So you told me this, but you know. Okay, look, I love Chicago. I love Chicago. You know that it's the exact same experience for no, people that travel no, to New York. No, yes, it no, is. No, no, no. We went to Lake Michigan. That couldn't have been more beautiful. Like that is beautiful. That was like out of a storybook. How like perfect everything looked. I it's, loved my time in Chicago. I mean, we went look, to the Bean. I think yeah. it's called the Bean. We took pictures the around bean. the Bean. I told you about the Bean. You stayed right by the Bean. It was like one block away. Couldn't have yeah. been any more convenient. Did you walk up Michigan Avenue and go across some of the bridges? Yes, we did. Beautiful. Right. And the part that I, my wife wanted me to shut up about that I couldn't, the outdoor trains above the streets, I thought looked so cool. I was enamored with it, but my wife wouldn't get on a train. I thought I thought Chicago was absolutely beautiful. Now, the elevated trains are less cool in the wintertime because you're out there waiting. And that's what high. everybody told me when I wouldn't yeah. shut up about, hey, hey, like I could live here. Like, this is beautiful. Like, everyone was like, yeah, it's great <laughs> in August, but I don't know if you want to be here in the winter. It is, it is cold there. Um, look, Chicago's amazing. My granddad met and courted my grandmother in Chicago. He worked in the stockyards there many, many moons ago. I lived in the suburbs for four years as a kid. I worked at the Chicago Tribune as an intern one summer and lived downtown on Rush Street. I'm a Cubs fan. I love Chicago. This is not a shot at Chicago. This is a shot at you. This is not a shot at Chicago, okay? I love Chicago. There are many cities in America and the world that will give you, like, <laughs> what you've discovered, Tom, is that there's a great big world to more than 20-mile radius from your home. <laughs> And that's great. And I'm being said it's a great discovery. It's real. It's cool. Like, I always I don't understand you you native sort of New Yorkers who hate the city but don't ever go to the city. And then you go to you know Kansas City. And you're like this this happened to Stu. We went to Denver. And he's like it's amazing. I'm like yeah, it is. Totally so is New York. Different. Totally not different even remotely vibe. different. Totally different. Two thumbs you- up for Chicago. Two thumbs down for NYC. If you lived in Chicago, you'd have to work in Chicago. You'd still be working. This city, first of all, like I said, is beautiful. Also, too, it's very manageable to get around. Like, it wasn't a hassle. There's traffic, of course. You're in a huge city. But it was manageable. It was doable. Forget about it in other big cities. No way. I'm I'm glad you had a good time. Plus, too, the architecture. Beautiful. Yeah, it's Beautiful. Beautiful city. It's an amazing city. Uh, is Wrigley Field the best sports venue you've ever been to? Yes. Yes. We sat in our seats for about yeah. two innings, and we spent the other inning and a half, two innings, just walking around inside, just taking it all in. Although I will say we did ask for the cheapest seats, so when we sat down, I could not see the batter's box. We were blocked by a pole. So I'm pretty sure that I gave you tips you ignored, which is totally fine. But let me just for next time, or for anyone <laughs> listening... If you're especially if you show up late like Tom, don't go to the box office. Find a guy selling tickets on the side and negotiate a price. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the tourist that gets in trouble. Like I don't want to break the you're law. You're not going to get that's a tourist. You're not going to get in trouble. I was uh, you know, I was uneasy enough parking in some dude's personal garage. Let's start with this. Let's start with you not Bleeping the word "damn" from a Taylor Swift song. I didn't. By bleep way, it. I found the clean version. By way of building you up to being capable of bu- giving a you know 
$40 to a guy for three good scalp tickets because it's the third inning, and he thinks he's not going to be able to sell those tickets. That's the thing. He's freaking out with the tickets. That's the, that's the cheat code. Oh, multiple people came up to me. Hey, got tickets. Need tickets? Need tickets? I guess I just looked like, you know, tourist. I need tickets. I don't know what I'm doing here. You look like the guy that needed tickets but didn't know that he needed them from them. So By they were the, actually trying to do you a favor. I wore your favorite shirt to Wrigley, the plain white shirt. You did? Yeah, I guess I stuck out like a sore thumb. Grease lightning. Did you eat a hot dog? Uh, I did, but not a Chicago dog. How do you How do you eat anything and, and, and keep the shirt clean? You use napkins. Yeah, I spill. You didn't get a Chicago, dude, Chicago dog with the pickles. There's and the, a lot going on there. But you're in Chicago. You my mouth is watering thinking about it. There's a lot going on there. Love the pizza. I couldn't do the hot dog. I like New York pizza better than deep dish, but there's not a better hot dog on earth than in Chicago. Too did, much. You at least have a, did you at least have like a Budweiser at the ballpark? Uh, what the, I did have a beer. I don't. I don't remember what I had. They're probably. I was only get a beer. If you hadn't had a beer at Wrigley, you didn't go to Chicago. I didn't want to be the one to tell you, but it's a rule. An amazing time, an amazing city, and oh yeah, by the way, the wedding was beautiful too. Did Mrs. D. Cell enjoy Chicago? Not as much as I did. <laughs> what? Uh, she found it to be a hassle getting around, even though she did. Because you were in a rental car. She did zero of the driving. Because I drove you, everywhere. You can't. Oh, my God. It of wasn't course. that bad. It was pretty convenient, I thought. It, if somebody came to, to New York City, if, if a tourist like you, if a tourist went to New York City and got a rental car, that would be what you did. That You would tell them they're being ridiculous, wouldn't you? Oh, uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's what you did. No, but it wasn't that bad. And then what you did is the equivalent of you stayed in lower Manhattan and you drove a car to a Knicks game. I think it's a little different. It's not different. I think it's. I think Having I drove, lived in both, I've lived in both. I'm going to tell you, it's not different. I think I drove four times. I drove to Wrigley. I wow, drove Tom. to this the ceremony for the wedding. That makes sense. I drove somewhere else too. I care. Oh, to and from the airport. I'm really happy you had a good time. O'Hare, by the way, that is a massive airport. Oh, massive! I, I meant to tell you to go to La Fontera, like yeah. the best, one of the best restaurants, airport restaurants in America is there. Little like in a Cubano. Uh, I opted for the fast food. Okay, it's a great it's a great step in the right direction. Eight five five two one two four CBS. If you are excited for but share my disappointment with Tommy's trip, eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. Uh, we got a, a latest part of the James Harden saga. Uh, this guy. Let me tell you why James Harden again is putting his foot in his mouth after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From Peter Schwartz. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Welcome back to Writer Than You. Lori and I have been married for, I believe, 81 years. On CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Welcome back into the show. You get that joke because you're married, don't you? you Absolutely. Get, you, get, you get the feeling. Um, all right, little, little, little update breaking news here on, on, on an ugly story out of Major League Baseball. This is from, from Jeff Passan. Uh, I'll just read you Jeff's Passan's tweet. Excellent MLB insider at ESPN. Quote, Major League Baseball has placed Tampa Bay Ray shortstop Wander Franco on administrative leave as the league and authorities in the Dominican Republic investigate Franco's alleged relationship relationships with underage girls, sources tell ESPN. Uh, it is ugly. It is unfortunate. And I hope if these allegations are true, allegations of inappropriate relationships with, with young girls, that this guy spends a whole bunch of his time in prison and doesn't play baseball again. It is an ugly, ugly story. Uh, on a happier note, can I just circle back to Chicago? Did you go to the Billy Goat uh, Tavern? Did I go to the about? Billy Goat Tavern that we talked about multiple times? No, I did not. Got it, got it, got it. I mean, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. Did you see the Tribune Tower? Did you see, did you see the... Uh, Sort of on just north of the river, famous architectural landmark. Now it's condos, no? I probably saw but didn't know what I was looking at. We didn't do I, the uh, the architectural boat tour like we had talked about. I thought you were going to. You were all excited. It was a 90-minute tour, so we opted for uh, for not doing that. That is a pretty long tour. 90 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Who needs 90 minutes of—and of, it, it's all on a boat? It's all on a boat. I mean, there is a lot to see. Yeah, but, like, there's not them. I guess there is a lot of river. It, it, it's Chicago's. It is a magical, magical city. I agree. I did. I, I think, Bill, I think I need to take your advice, though, because I need to get my wife out more because we walked to uh, to Lake Michigan, and she said, oh, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see the river. Honey, that's not a river. That's no, not. Are you serious? No, oh, I'm very serious. I hope she's not listening because she'll be very embarrassed. Yeah, the fact you're telling the story tells me that you know she's not listening. Yeah, but it's Having also 100% you. true. Like, we're walking there. We're seeing signs like Michigan. Like, oh, I can't wait. We could sit out by the river. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're not going to the river, honey. This is, uh, this is Lake Michigan that we're going do you know, to. Do you know what karma is? Uh, yeah, it's probably going to get me later today. I probably well, won't even have to wait. I just experienced it because I said to you, I, she must not be listening. Guess who is listening? My wife. Oh, boy. Because I just got a note. Did you say we've been married for 89 years? <laughs> just feels like it, baby. <laughs> just feels like it. Uh, all right, latest on James Harden. Now, this broke yesterday. I did talk about this on the Jim Rome Show, but it happened after uh, the guys went off the air. Were there a couple guys filling in yesterday? Uh, Bart Winkler from Milwaukee was filling in for you. Got EJ it, got Stewart, it. who you can hear on Pretty much every single one of these CBS Sports Radio shows was filling in for me. All right, so I um I heard the guys talking, and this news happened after after they came on after the show. So so from Shams, a report that NBA investigators talked to James Harden because James Harden's comments that Daryl Morey was a liar certainly sparked the notion out there in NBA circles that that Harden was implying that when he took less money last year and a short deal last year. James Harden, that there was a side deal, that there was a quid pro quo. You know, give me the big money later. I'll take less money now. We'll make the numbers work, which is against the rules and a big deal. And as you would imagine, but I can still tell you this, uh, Sixers sources 
aggressively pushed back on the notion that that was the case. And James Harden, not a big shock, told NBA investigators he was not referring to any side deal, was simply referring to what he thought was Maury's promise to trade him in this situation. Now, do I think there was a side deal between Daryl Morey and James Harden? No. I don't even have to get into whether or not I think that would be something that happens. It probably does happen in some NBA circles because James Harden's not good enough for a side deal. And everybody knows he's not good enough for a side deal. I don't think there was a side deal. However, if Tom and I were investigated for jaywalking and the New York City police took jaywalking really seriously and the New York City police came to Tom and said, I saw you said so, I saw that you, you you said you and Ryder were crossing the street. If Tom implicates me in the jaywalking, he's implicating himself in the jaywalking. All right, is that the analogy of the year? No, it's not. But I'm still focused on Lori hearing that I said we've been married for 89 years. The point is, Harden's not going to say to NBA investigators, "Yeah, yeah, we had a side deal," because he would also be in violation of the rules of the game, and the NBA would punish him. And I would imagine the Sixers pretty thoroughly. I think it's just, but I don't think Harden. Harden was certainly aware when he called Daryl Morey a liar that he was doing two things at once. That one, he was just impugning his reputation, disparaging him publicly to people like me and you and the casual fans and the folks in China at the... You know what's Adidas, by the way? I'm supposed to, I say Adidas. You know what's Adidas? At the Adidas events where they went... Where they all gas, Some of the clips you can hear audible gasping, which I always find kind of like amusing and uncomfortable, but in a, I, I don't know, I kind of enjoy it way. Kind of like Fargo season one, like that bad guy. You know what I'm talking about, Tom? But the second thing that he was doing beyond that, I I think, was a a message. He was aware, Harden was aware, I think, that his comments made it sound like there was a side deal, which is a bad look for Harden, but a really bad look for Daryl Morey. It was just a concerted effort to make things ugly and messy and toxic, which is why if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm less inclined to help James Harden. Like, if I'm not getting a return, there's no, I'm doing the opposite of doing him a favor. Now I want whatever is a fair return plus 10%. And Harden's going to sit out? Okay, fine. Fine. Sit out. Don't get any money. Close the end of your career with, as the sands flow through your hourglass, chilling on the sideline, chilling at home. Because Harden made it personal. Tom, Harden led the NBA in assists per game last year in assists. Just something like something like ten point two per game. It was a lot. It's very impressive. But he turns into a pumpkin. Midnight strikes every time it's the postseason. The guy's not reliable. He has gotten coaches fired. He has been a part of teams disintegrating. Houston's been a mess since he forced his way out. Obviously, not long after he decided to force his way out of Brooklyn, that thing blew up. I think Kyrie Irving probably played a pretty significant role in that, but nonetheless. Why would anyone bring this guy in? Forget a return. I, Despite his relatively high form, I wouldn't want anything to do with this. Not a thing to do with this guy. I wouldn't as a GM. I think that's the whole reason why he opted into that contract with just under $36 million. He knew he was never getting that if he opted out and became a free agent. What team was going to pay James Harden nearly $36 million? Nobody even wants to trade for him right now. And, Bill, you've said it numerous times. You can only count it on one hand. On one hand, the teams that showed any interest in even picking up the phone and calling Daryl Morey to see, like, okay, what's it going to take to get James on our team? 
There's not a – we've already discussed this. There's not a market for James Harden. The thing that's really interesting, I think, about professional sports is that, yes, you need talent. Yes, it's rare. And, yes, talent has massive leverage in, in all these sports. But in every single sport, talented players who cause issues and problems can become no longer worth the trouble. Keep an eye on Stefan Diggs, by the way. We'll hit this later in, in buy or sell, but a lot of noise around his frustration levels. But just being talented is not enough. You gotta, you have, to, especially in basketball, you gotta be part of the team, a team sport. And if you disrupt the locker room, if you disrupt, disrupt, disrupt the chemistry, things can go badly. Harden has showcased his ability to be that guy, and his massive talent is questionable now. I just don't think the the juice is worth the squeeze. Look at what happened in Denver. Now, I know they have arguably the best player on earth, and I really enthusiastically last week, Tom, after we last talked, put together my top 100 list. And doing number 71 to 100 was awesome. I love the exercise. And uh, <laughs> I did have Jokic number one. But a big part of what made Denver as good as they were, were, were was the chemistry. They liked each other. They felt like a family. They, they, they believed in each other. Is Jamal Murray a top 10, 15 player? No, he's not. In the 20s. But he played at an incredibly high level because he knew his role and was willing to do what needed to be done. And Michael Porter Jr., who maybe on other teams could have become a diva because he's a shooter, was willing, and didn't have a good series, was willing to work his tail off in other parts of the game. The point is, you need talent, but you need talent that buys into whatever the team requires, and that's not James Harden. Clearly. I'm, I'm moving on. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm these guys, I am moving on. I'm not interested in James Harden. And I feel bad, I guess not bad, but I'm glad I'm not the, the Sixers and that this guy opted into his deal. Let's talk some NFL. Man, I'm ready for some football, Tom. Are you ready for Hard Knocks tonight? Womp womp. First one was great. Second one was a dud. Maybe this one will be amazing. The Renaissance. Anyway, we'll talk some NFL. Brian McFadden, Super Bowl champion, joins me next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.